Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. This is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy. And today I have Andrew Bush from Shippy Shoes. Tell... So this is Shippies has gone under a huge change recently. Well, pre-COVID or right around COVID. Tell me, tell me about that. How did you get involved with it? Uh, basically, I uh, so I, I bought the store in January of 2020. Um, you know, as I don't know, then people who do know Shippy Shoes, uh, it's founded in 1914, so it's been around over 100 years. Uh, locally owned here, it was downtown for about 25 years. Um, and moved out to Highway 10 um, as of then. Uh, same business philosophy. We offer uh, pedorthic services to the, you know, with shoe fit specialists um, since it, it was actually opened. And uh, plan on carrying on the same kind of legacy the ship he's built uh, with the same business integrity. So. so how did you end up in Stevens Point, Andrew? You Because you and I talked a little bit on the front end of this. You're not originally from here. No, correct. I'm actually from Belvedere, Illinois, um, which is outside of Rockford. Okay. Um, Rockford is not actually a suburb of Chicago. If you ask people from Rockford, they'll tell you it's a suburb of Chicago when it's 80 miles away. So, uh, But I graduated from Iowa State um, in Ames, Iowa, uh, bachelor's in kinesiology and health. Um, basically, my emphasis was biomechanics and functional anatomy. So began my professional career after that in Des Moines, um, Iowa, which is about 30 miles from Iowa State. Started working for a medical device company uh, called Briggs Healthcare, and I was a product manager there. Uh, five years there, moved to Madison, Wisconsin for an opportunity in pharmaceuticals um, in the nuclear medicine division. Go a little bit more of that later. You probably, I know John scratching his head here going, <laughs> nuclear medicine, what the heck? Uh, so about five years in Madison, uh, you know, this opportunity came up in Stevens Point, and uh, here I am. So so were, was being involved in footwear something you always wanted to do? Is that something that just an opportunity that pre- presented itself? How did that come to be? Yeah, um, it, so I'm a sneakerhead. Like I collect sneakers, shoes, a lot of it. Um, it was a it was a passion before, like something I was really you know adamant about, and I, I liked every part of shoes. And it goes back to growing up. My dad was a podiatrist, kind of showed us a lot about shoes growing up. Um, Stressed the importance of how you know important that foundation of you know your body actually helps. So you know it, it stuck with me. I took it on to college. Um, that's actually where kind of the opportunity showed up to begin with, which is the craziest story. So I was working in pharmaceuticals in Madison. Um, I was put on a team that helps kind of uh, eliminate uh, waste and increase profits for some of the pharmaceutical companies we work with. And uh, in that, um, we'd go with these labs, go to these labs. Uh, There's a handful of people that had, you know, the same role as I did where we kind of look end up in specific parts of the businesses. Um, So I had dinner one night with a group of these uh, consultants, you know, on this project and one of the guys just asked me about my shoes. And I'm like, you know, what are you talking about? And he's like, we've been in the lab like five days and you've had a different pair on every day. He's like, I came out here with like a pair of shoes and a pair of slippers. <laughs> you know, we're staying at the hotels and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, man. I was like, you know, it's yeah, it's a little weird, I guess. I had, you know, five pairs of shoes, five days, you know. I'm like, that's normal for me, man. I, I like shoes. <laughs> he's like, you like shoes that much? I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. 
So um, after that, uh, you know, we make some more small talk and, you know, they're just chatting about the company and, you know, what what do you want to do in this business, you know, in the future, five-year plan, this and that. I'm like, well, I want to manage one of these, one of these branches here, uh, these pharmaceutical labs. And he says to me, you know, um, yeah, what do you think about just owning your own business? And I'm like, nah, that's that's not something I want to do. He's like, with all this training, you know, you had with this company, you should definitely check it out. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. That's not something I even want to entertain. So I thought nothing of the conversation, you know. 14 months later, this dude calls me back out of nowhere and says, hey, you know, did you know I'm a broker? You know, I'm actually a broker in Milwaukee. I sell businesses. And I'm like, no, I knew nothing about it. So he tells me about the shoe store in Stevens Point. And I'm like, I've never even been to Stevens Point. He's like, well, come, you know, check it out. Let's, you know, separate meeting and this and that. Of course, I'm reluctant. I said, no, 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 we're not going to do this. Eventually convinces me. And then, you know, I end up meeting with Jim and Kelly, uh, the Shippy family. And, uh, you know, that's simply because he saw I was wearing a pair of shoes in a laboratory in, in you know, <laughs> we're in Dublin, Ohio. I was going, what? Like, <laughs> so did you, have you done any specialized training, any, anything to really get in and around the shoes or has it just been the exposure through your life? Uh, mostly it's the exposure in my life. Um, with my background in biomechanics, you know, we studied a lot of like D1 athletes, um, a lot of people with disabilities, uh, mobility issues. We, we did a lot of studies with, you know, certain biomechanical tools at, at Iowa State. Of course, they had the means to have, you know, million dollars machines where we'd like hook people up to and check out their gait analysis and everything from breathing patterns to, you know, just sort of different movements. But um, since then, you know, it was mostly, like I said, from a lot from my dad and then just being a sneakerhead growing up. So Okay. <laughs> That's cool. So tell me what's different about your store. Like, what would be the main difference between walking into your store and, say, going across the street into, like, a big box shoe store? Sure. Yeah. Um, dating back to, you know, the start of the store, um, Shippy Shoes has always pride themselves on getting customers the exact style and fit they're looking for. So we have a team of pedorthists as well as sales specialists that are able to work with customers individually. Um, you find out exactly what type of footwear is best for them and simply do that by asking a few questions which I think is different from different other stores because a lot of people just say, hey, what are you looking for? And kind of point you in the direction. Uh, that's not what we do. We're looking to, you know, if you're a runner, we're going to put you in a running shoe. If you're a hiker, we're going to put you in a hiking shoe. Work boots, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's some people think that's appropriate to wear those certain things. And, you know, we're there to tell them, no, it's not. And they actually might learn something from us. So, so is there a difference in the models or any of the footwear that you carry versus what's available in other stores? Yeah, actually, that's that's a. I love that you brought that point up because that's something that's kind of a you know misnomer with uh, shoes in general. They assume you know we we carry a lot of brands. They assume it's ubiquitous across the board that they're all the same. Mm-hmm. So you know particular models. You know I don't want to pick on brands here, but you know, New Balance the six hundred eight is different from the eight eighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, people come in and argue that new balance is new balance is new balance. So, which is, you know, and I, I compare it to cars, models of cars, you know, Lexus being owned by Toyota, you know, you get the idea mm-hmm. you have your high end model and then you've got your low end model. That's fine. You can get everything from custom, you know, windows, custom doors, custom, whatever you want. That's fine. You can do that. But that price changes and people don't understand that there are certain shoes that are made without uh, you know, some of the guts and some of the different technical features that some of the, you know, other high-end shoes have. 
but they just associate and lump that all into one thing is that's one brand. So, so being a footwear, a shoe junkie, if you will, (laughs) (laughs) tell me what, what evolution have you kind of, have you seen, how have they evolved from when you started your, your foot junkie career to where you are now? Awesome. Awesome question. Uh, so yeah, a lot of the materials and tech, you know, I kind of brought up tech a little bit uh, a second ago, but, um, you know, they're using lighter, stronger materials. And with those, you're not exactly compromising structure and stability, which you used to, you know, if you downgrade your materials, you're going to get lesser product. Um, so ideally I'd like that to reduce the cost, but it doesn't sure. always, um, uh, pairing different materials might change the dynamic of the shoe, uh, period. So it's, you know, you can, you, you can take a shoe and make it more universal for all types of activities. And you know, I got examples here would be like adding an EVA midsole to a hiker or a dress shoe to make it feel a little bit more like a running shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just softer, better, you know, feel to it. It's not as hard. You know, people like that. Or, you know, waterproofing materials that traditionally don't have waterproofing and now they're water friendly. You know, you're mm-hmm. looking at sandals. Some footwear even has stuff like that. Uh, so when you kind of add these hybrid type shoes to, um, you know, certain lines, they're, they're becoming more prevalent and, you know, they result in people not having to own a ton of shoes like myself, <laughs> uh, because they don't need one for every specific activity they do. You know, you can, you can run and hike in the same thing or, you know, walk and run in the same thing. You don't really mm-hmm. have to switch it up every time you, you know, the dress shoe can be the running shoe or similar to that. But mm-hmm. so when somebody comes into you, for a shoe where do you start how do you do a fitting how does that whole picture look yeah so it's um function and fit definitely the two main considerations so you know first comes down the intended use of the shoe you know i just said we we have runners looking for running shoes you know work shoes um etc so you kind of want to ask a person about that because if Mm -hmm. they you know if they're saying hey i'm going to work industry this and that and we're on a factory all day and stuff like that you know sandals probably not the best place for that so um you know we we dial in you know more specific types of shoe depending on what industry they're in what the regimens are like conditions um also we ask them about previous products you know hey what brands have worked for you in the past what model of shoe did you have before um that that, that helps us out quite a bit but also helps us eliminate you know if they didn't like some particular you know we will just stay away from it completely so so, and I want to really give you the opportunity here, Andrew, to just highlight, like, typically you walk into, and we won't necessarily point out any stores, but you're just, you walk in and you, that pretty red one right there on top, and then you find that box down over here, and maybe they have your size, maybe they don't. Tell me the 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 pitfalls to that, if you will. The pitfalls that, I mean, the, it's not going to fit the way that you know, we, we would measure you for, you know, we measure based on, you know, we talked a little bit briefly about arch length. Um, that's one of the factors, but the overall size of the foot, length of the foot, width of the foot, um, that's, you know, we know certain brands tend to gear towards, you know, if you have a larger, you know, toe box area, we put you in a larger, you know, shoe with a larger toe box, um, some run narrower. And this is across all, all different styles of shoes. It's not, you know, just conducive to running or, walking or work shoes it actually changes you know um depending on what style you're actually looking for so so what what is your target market i mean is it are you very broad looking you know i see i'm gonna use a healthcare ugly healthcare (laughs) term we we go womb to tomb is kind of how we talk about it which isn't (laughs) 
necessarily the greatest, but what are you what are you looking? Where do you want your shoe store to be? Well, so we've got the reputation for being a comfort shoe store. Um, so a lot of customers shop with us, you know, just solely on that. So we're we're known as the store that you know helps people that may be hard to fit or might have limited mobility or they could be just you know we talk about freak runners and stuff like that. They're looking for those high end running shoes. Um, as a brand, we're trying to bring new brands in. Um, you know, trendier markets without compromising the current ones we're in. But also with that, you potentially compromise brands in the store as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, what this means is you partner with new brands in different styles, target different age groups, but you have to understand that certain brands and and styles might not be conducive to all age groups. So that's where we have difficulty at times. Uh, But, you know, newer popular brands are going to bring in customers that don't traditionally shop with us. So, uh, and that's, that's the game. That's, that's growth right there. So, so what, what do you think when people come in, what do you think is one of the most common misconceptions they have about shoes or footwear in general? Um, I kind of brought, you know, touched on it briefly and just that, um, you know, people think you can, can't use shoes for certain activities. You know, they say, oh, those are running shoes. You, you can walk in a running shoe. That's totally fine. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's one of the funniest things. They clap back immediately and say, I don't run. Do I look like I run? I'm like, I, you know, that's, that's, not, that's not what we were asking. We're really just looking <laughs> to get you in a comfortable pair of shoes. Um, and that, yeah, and, and again, that, that not all brands are created equal. It's, you know, they're all, like I said, they have ranges from the high end to low end. And that's exactly what they do because, you know, they appeal to all markets with that. Um I joke with the people at the store about, you know, one of my, you were talking about misconceptions and I talk tennis shoes. So being a tennis player, that's like my pet peeve when somebody comes in and says I'm looking for tennis shoes. <laughs> so I'm going, here's our tennis shoes that are actually used for playing tennis <laughs> when they actually meant athletic or running shoes. Sure, which right. Was, which was, uh, you know, one of, one of the funny things I had to get over real quick when I first first bought the place. So, so you get the opportunity to fit, meet, work with quite a few people, you know, can you tell me a story about, you know, something that's really changed the way somebody's function or changed their life just based on their footwear? Yeah. I love this question too. Um, basically, you know, we have a lot of these stories. Um, so there's a lot that are like this. Um, so it's hard to pinpoint one exactly, but, uh, because of the breadth of product we offer, you know, we're able to fit a lot of people that have difficulty at other stores. So whether it's because of, you know, large, small foot size, uh, disability injury, uh, we see a lot. But uh, being, you know, seeing people's reactions when you have a size, you know, that they didn't expect you to or, you know, that's something they can put on with a little difficulty. You know, it's uh, it kind of hits you in the feels, you know, you're like, that's really cool. that I was able to, you know, find something for that person. So, but having that background in kinesiology, um, you know, we see a lot of the weight loss and fitness goal type, you know, accomplishments as well. That's, you know, those are some of my favorite stories, especially with, you know, what happened with the whole pandemic. A lot of people got out and started changing the way that, you know, they live. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to see that, you know, because the first thing we were selling out of is running shoes and hikers. And so sure. you're like, you know that people are going out and saying, you know, I, I'm tired of being indoors. I'm tired of this, you know, and it's like, but they're like, they go out and do something healthy, you know, mm-hmm. you, you walk around your parking lot, walk around your neighborhood on your phone all day. That's fine. Hey, whatever. But some people actually took up active lifestyles and said, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to start running or walking or biking or, you know, it was really cool to see, but you know, tragic that it took a pandemic for people to realize that, but, but it did. And that's awesome. So tell me, 
What um, what do you do to stay current? How do you keep your staff current? Because the footwear industry, it, it changes faster than, well, a lot of times faster than anybody really understands. You know, oh, yeah. they, those shoes change quite rapidly. How do you stay current on all that? Uh, basically, um, I read a ton. Um, you know, everybody's always asking me, like, what's what are you reading? What are you reading? What are you reading? It's sometimes it's, it's fashion type stuff just to keep up on that. You know, points not the most te- uh fashion forward place in the world but you definitely see you see the fashion you know here and there you know, sure mostly like yeah. college campus and stuff they're pretty quick to pick up trends on you know different styles of boots and stuff like that um you see that a lot but um you, you know one of the big things is actually one of the trade shows i go to about two to three trade shows a year um that's a lot of fun we end up going to those and um you know take a team with me and we look at a lot of product that's coming out in six years a year from now or i'm sorry six months a year from now you know really really cool stuff but that gives you also the opportunity to ch- chat one-on-one with reps mm-hmm. whose entire focus is that one brand so these are the gurus these are the people that know a lot about footwear um you know versus me and we've got x number of brands x number of vendors you know it's going to take me a long time to learn a lot of material uh these people are you know very specific to their brand and know a lot about you know what's what's changing in the shoe world so what innovations do you are you seeing now or it looks really cool and and what's what do you think's coming coming at us that way what's coming at us i would say sustainability is big um you see like a lot, I saw an article on about Saucony the other day and they've got this new running shoe coming out. It's made of like 80% water bottles. Oh. And I think it's like, that's how I see a lot of them doing that. Um, Brooks has got a giant initiative out right now that says, um, you know, they're trying to decrease carbon footprint in, uh, manufacturing practices. I see a lot of that. I see a lot, like I said, the, the styles changing, um, with uh, lightweight type materials, using different stuff in different ways. I think that's always awesome. And then the the big thing would be tech. You know, you see tech changing in all these products. Um, they're becoming more lightweight. Um, the one I think particularly, Nike, we don't carry the product. But I love the FlyEase technology where it's basically a shoe you can put on without using your hands. Oh. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Mm-mm. but... Um, Awesome. But they, you know, basically it's, that's going to appeal to a lot of markets. That's that runner that just wakes up in the morning and hops in the shoe and goes. That's also the person that has mobility issues and can't get into. Sure. You know, it's a big help for them. They don't have to tie laces. They can't tie laces. They, you know, they don't like to use Velcro because it looks, you know, not as nice. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, in addition to that, you know, this is way ahead, but, you know, I joke, you ever seen Back to the Future, the movie, uh, mm-hmm. the Nike mags, um, the ones, that, yeah, lace-up lace, lace up shoes. I, I see that coming. I don't know when, but, like, you know, it's already out. They've got the Nike Adapt right now, which is super cool. But, you, you know, you're looking, it's syncing up with your iPhone or your, your, your Android, and it, you're able to tie the laces using, you know, touchscreen. <laughs> like... <laughs> I love that stuff. I hope what I want to see in the industry, you know, I don't know if it will, but I want to see that stuff become, you know, a little bit more broad spectrum and more affordable. You know, sure. I think these, I think these Nike, uh, the adapts are going for like 300 bucks and it's just like, that's just too much for people. Yeah. So. No, that it, 
I always think it's interesting, though. I mean, this is going to date myself on a lot of fronts, having seen <laughs> Back to the Future and then I did. Out. I did throw it Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. There, so. so, I mean, you go back, you know, when I was when I was a boy, back in the 80s, you know, you would spend 30, 40, 50 bucks on a pair of shoes, yeah. you know, and it, it's interesting. A lot of times that's the same amount today. I still see people, that's where they want to yeah. spend, you know, like that really hasn't changed. So when you say, well, you know, $300, well, if you actually go back, Back, that might be more appropriate from where we were, but I don't know. You know, it's just one of those things. So tell me, what is your favorite? I mean, what is your favorite shoe? Favorite shoe? Like ever? Oh, man. Probably the Jordan 11. <laughs> and I hope people are like looking that up right now. Like, oh, it's someone patent leather on it. Um, awesome. I got a recent pair as a gift from uh, family members that was awesome to open up and feel the nostalgia of it uh grew up you know in illinois big bulls fan the 90s i mean who wasn't even Mm -hmm. if you were from freaking florida you loved the bulls oh yeah it's just what that was um that one particularly right out of the box right now though actually like stuff i carry and uh enjoy uh new balance 1080s gotta be my favorite right now okay and what about them is just soft. I mean, the upper also, I have a very narrow foot with a very shallow instep and it's, you know, my <laughs> coworkers make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you are their boss. Like, yeah, like they yeah. do understand who's signing the check, right? Like you've got that going. They say, they say I have like ballerina feet or, you know, something. And it's so, I, you know. The Jordans, they fit narrower, but so does, like, the 1080. And that's, okay. it fits uh, – what I love about it is it, it it's, like, the mesh they use on it is super, you know, stretchy, but they did it because it could basically just fit any style of shoe, you know, foot. And I love that. It was so good. Um, they're going to continue to change that. You know, I've seen stuff coming out with it, too. It looks awesome. When it's going to get here, I have no idea because mm-hmm. it just keeps changing. And that's uh, – you know, brand-wise, you can't go wrong with any of our running shoes, really. They're – they're solid. We got a lot of good brands. Saucony has really impressed me this last year. Um, they took a company that was just kind of blah to wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stepping back in the game, you'll see them a lot more. I love it. Um, you know, and they're one of those that we've been able to fall on to with, you know, supply issues and stuff. They've been there. They've okay. Been, they've been a rock star shoe company. Them and Brooks, cannot thank them enough. Like it was. Yeah. I know awesome. I've personally been running in a Saucony lately. Which that poor shoe, to be honest, but <laughs> <laughs> but I really I it's they've well, got a good depends, product going. Depends where you bought it, John. You know. <laughs> well, then I can tell you where I bought it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> That's a whole nother story we can get into. I didn't steal it. I'll say that. <laughs> right. So tell me, get this off of me. How many shoes do you own personally? Oh, like boy. the whole Amelda Marcos. I hate this question. question. I hate this question. Love to give you an answer, but I'm going to give you the answer I give a lot of people, and that's more than two. (laughs) More than two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Anything else you want to hit, Andrew, before we we wrap this up? Uh, No. I mean, I think we we covered a lot here. Um, You know, I I just want to tell people, hey, you know, if you haven't been in our store recently, you know, we got a little bit of facelift. It looks a lot newer, a lot brighter, um, some new products. So, you know, come down, see us, uh, see what we got going on, what's changed. And you're right up on Highway 10, Highway on the 10. north side of Highway 10, yeah. over adjacent, kind of down from Frank's. Yeah, between, we, like we say, we used to say between uh, 
Target and Fleet Farm. So okay, yep. Which, whichever way you're coming from, uh, you know we we've got new brands coming in. You know the supply chain stuff has not been great, but um, you know it's an issue that's going to be ongoing. But uh, in the near future, here we're going to have a lot of new stuff. So awesome. just telling people come in, check us out. Awesome. All right. And what are your hours? Uh, right now we've got winter hours right now, so they're a little goofy. But we've got uh, Monday through Friday, we're open from 10 a.m. to six. Uh, Saturday, we're open from uh, 9 a.m. to 5. Sunday, we're closed right now. Um, we only do this for the winter, and starting uh, March 1, um, we're actually, we'll be open on Sundays again from noon to 5. But the hours during the week change as well. They actually increase another, another two hours. So we'll be open at 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and then Saturday, um, 9 a.m. to 5. So some pretty awesome convenient hours if you're working or that you can work around a normal work yeah, schedule if, for sure. If anybody wants to come see, you know, talk to a podorthos, whatever, you know, give us a holler, give us a call. Um, we've got a little online inquiry thing too. We're, we're trying to get better at being faster with that because it's just, it's a, a slow system. But um, we love talking shoes. You know, John, I appreciate you having me here. It's, Absolutely. It's awesome. It's I'll, fun. I'll talk shoes to anybody any day. It's, uh, it's something I love and, uh, you know, it's something I care about, so. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming for coming on. And uh, again, this is Andrew from Shippies. And if you'd like to, to get over and talk to them, they're right over on the north side of Highway 10. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.